Welcome to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. This is the podcast dedicated to fearless and brave entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. So consider yourself one step closer to success. Why? Because you're going to hear lessons learned through failures, setbacks, and sometimes laughable moments in business. And the resilience it takes to get back up, shake it off, and move you from failure to success as a way to grow your business and build income. Let's go. Hey, welcome everyone to Bold Girl Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Robbie Walls. Have you ever been called bossy? Mm, You are in for a treat today. She has become my friend in so many ways. She is the founder of Bossy Girl Leadership, where she redefined the word bossy to ensure that women will never play small or speak softer because of the word bossy. Bossy is the authenticity and courage that powers women to influence others and never accept defeat. I love that. With nearly two decades of proven experience in building leaders, inspiring teams, and training trainers, she has provided keynote addresses on leadership development and consulting across the Mid-Atlantic for clients such as the Discovery Channel, the U.S. Department of Veteran Affairs, Planet Fitness, and many others. I am so excited today. She has an extraordinary story to share of triumph and grit. Here to talk, Bold Girl Biz is a bold girl talking biz. Let's welcome Crystal Murrin to the show. Welcome, Crystal. Thank you so much, Robbie. It's so fantastic to be here. I am super excited. Oh, my goodness. I cannot wait to jump in. Um, So let's talk about this word bossy, because I know many of us, uh, you know, we may have been called bossy at a young age. (laughs) I know my daughter, they call her Bosselin. (laughs) uh Her name is Jocelyn and the boys have called her Bosselin. (laughs) Uh She's got a bright future ahead of her. Yes, she does. Yes, she does. (laughs) All about that power. So let's talk about what this bossy thing is all about, because not everyone would choose to call themselves the bossy girl. Absolutely. And Robbie, you would not believe how much pushback I get about Uh, this whole bossy girl thing. I bet. Even before I dig into that, can I ask you? Yeah. Have have you ever been called bossy? Oh my goodness. Yes, I have. Okay. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Right? Exactly. Yes. Yes. Why, Why do you think that is? Why do people call you bossy and when? Do you have any ideas on that? So I think for me, um, like, I, I just like to take the lead. So when I'm leading, people may perceive that as me, you know, being bossy, but it's just a leadership role. And I just walk in it. Oh, my word. Yeah. And, and I think that more often than not, that's the story for the women that are called bossy. Yeah. Yeah. You're not stepping on anybody to try to get ahead. Really, what you're doing is you're trying to have initiative and speak up with your opinion 
You do it in a bold way. And the truth is that women, oftentimes from a very young age, if they have an opinion, they're called bossy so that they'll be just a little more polite, Mm -hmm. a little quieter. Mm -hmm. And over time, it diminishes our voice. Oh, you're so so true. Right? So over time, what happened is I was always called the bossy girl. I was the bossy girl. I was the one that just wouldn't be quiet. The one that always took the lead. The one that talked the loudest. Uh. And what happened was over time is that I realized that that was a strength. Mm. And it was really important for me to embrace this if I was going to be successful. So as time passed, what happened is there was actually a movement that was created by Sheryl Sandberg and Beyonce. Ah. And it's called Ban Bossy. Even the Girl Scouts got on board because they recognized, and I think this is super important, they recognized that the word bossy was taking away women's power. Mm. And it was teaching girls not to speak, not to have an opinion. So they wanted to ban this word. And as I watched this unfold, my primal reaction was, that's not the right answer. You got it. Don't ban bossy. Own it. Own it. <laughs> own it. Yes. If we, if we own it, then nobody can take our power away by using that word against us. You got so it. The bossy girl movement for me is not only about changing the English language and taking that word back, but it's about taking our power back. Mm. And then... Mm. It's funny because oftentimes people think this is a movement of being nasty and stepping on other people and not caring about what other people think. But the entire bossy girl movement is based on the values of authenticity, courage, grace, and love. Bossy oh, is not it. how we lead. It's, it's the power that we're owning. Oh, I love that. That's the power that's inside of us. Yes. Yes. And that's, and that's what I feel when people call me bossy. I don't think about it at the time, but that is exactly those attributes that you just said. That's what I feel. And that's amazing. And what's so challenging, I think, is that oftentimes we don't get to the point and to start embracing that until Mm -hmm. we're in our thirties. Mm. Once we're in our thirties and people call us bossy, we're like, yeah, right on. But your daughter, Bosselin, uh-huh. right, <laughs> yeah. may not be at a place yet where she understands that owning this is beautiful. Right, right. So what happens is if we own it early, then women can have more impact on the workplace earlier. Ah, that's good. That is so good. So let's uh, scale back a little bit and talk about your journey, your personal story of how you got to this, this discovery. Yes. So it was actually about four years ago. My four year anniversary was in November. Mm. I was driving to work one day, just as many of us do. And it was nine o'clock in the morning. I was stopped at a red light and I was hit from behind by a truck at 55 miles an hour. What? What happened was I sustained a moderate traumatic brain injury. And what that meant for me, it can be different for everyone. But what that meant for me is 
that I developed a stutter. I started having seizures. I lost my word recognition. And I actually, uh, to a large degree, lost my ability to read and write properly. I would put numbers where letters belonged. And when I would read, I couldn't comprehend one word to the next and put sentences together. Mm. So, and it was, it was a crazy time because at the time I was a single mom with a nine-year-old daughter and literally she would find me, I had fallen down the steps and was unconscious and she would find me at the bottom of the steps and have to call 911. Oh, Crystal. And, and, and I'm, I'm telling you, like, if you can talk about a bossy girl that inspires you, that's my baby. My yes. baby inspires me. Like we all have that bossy girl inside of us, but that's what we were faced with. And it was she and I to face the world in that moment. So over time uh, with the neurologist and the therapists, they started saying to me, you know, Crystal, you're not making progress. And you're just going to have to accept that from now on, you're going to be average. Whoa. Oh, I'm sure you didn't take that lightly. Oh, well, <laughs> and, and sitting there and, you know, at first and understand at that point, the only thing I was allowed to do with my brain was color and paint. I wasn't allowed to use a phone. I couldn't watch TV. Imagine your life for six months with no screens. Oh. I literally was sitting in a dark room and in that dark room, I woke up to the power of the bossy girl that used to live within me. Wow. And in that moment, I just had to summon her power and own her and say, you know what? If I'm not strong enough to do this right now, you are. Everybody always told me you were. Yeah. So you have to do this for me. Step up. And she did. She did. And what happened at that point is I was told I had two years of neuroplasticity where I could actually develop new pathways in my brain. Oh, okay. I enrolled in my master's degree um, just two months ago. I graduated with a 4.0 in strategic leadership. Yay. Uh, right. Congratulations. I, just, wow. I started clean eating and I just really believed in the ability of movement to move me in mind, body, and spirit. And I'm talking in complete sentences now and I'm back to doing what I was made for. That is an amazing story. Just when you started off and you said you were stuttering and I mean, all you had was just paint. Yes. I mean, in a dark room. Yeah. I mean, I'm listening to you now and I promise you, I would not have, I mean, not even thought. I mean, you're so beautiful too. So <laughs> I mean, I just, I, there is no sign. Wow. That's amazing. Amazing. It, it really, it's, it was unbelievable to experience. And it's funny because people are like, oh, that's terrible. You went through it. But the truth is, all this was, was a journey in learning to eat my own cooking. Mm. Say and a little bit I, more about that. Yeah. What I mean by that is so often I talk to people about being willing to step up and do what's hard. Yeah. Making yeah. the choice to do better, to go above, to go beyond. And 
when I was doing this leadership consulting work 10 years ago, people would look at me and be like, yeah, Crystal, but you have it all. Mm. You have it all. So you, you can't tell me anything about achieving things or overcoming challenges. Well, now I can. Yes, you can. Now I can. And, and all it is, is an example that you can't quit. Oh, I love that. Quit. Yes. So clearly you have overcome, I mean, these incredible, incredible odds. Um, So tell me more about how you are using this experience to support the other bold, (laughs) bossy girls to uh, gain the success in the workplace. Yeah. So really, it goes back to what I just said. Yeah. The, The bossy girl and the bossy girl movement has become a mindset. And all I am... I'm nothing special. And that's consistently my message. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not about I can do something that other people haven't accomplished. There's a lot of miraculous people out there like that. That's not me. Yeah. All I am is somebody that says, you know what, no matter what the obstacles are, authenticity is always an option. Yeah. No matter what the obstacles are, courage will help you get there. No matter what the obstacles are, you can always choose love and you don't Mm. even have to like people, but you can still choose to love them. That's right. And this journey is just an example of that. And what we've done is taken this mindset, this movement and shifted it to the workplace so that we're actually teaching women how to maximize their potential in communication, in leadership in performance management, and even just increasing the bottom line Mm. by leveraging their best. So, and it's funny because I think sometimes it's difficult to know, okay, well, that's, that's the mindset of what you do, but what do you actually do? Uh Um, And we have a lot of tools in place, but we're consultants and we do things like long-term leadership development programs and 360 assessments. And we do things like even virtual ropes courses or yeah. take you out on ropes courses. All right. <laughs> Build your team. So all kinds of things like that. Oh, that that's awesome. Awesome. So during good. this COVID, this COVID time, how have things changed for you? So I think that during this COVID time, things have changed for everybody. Mm-hmm. And I honestly think, and I'm not discriminating in any way, but I honestly think that it has shifted more for women than it has for anyone. Yeah. Uh, women over the last year have been exiting the workforce at unbelievable numbers. And what's crazy is I've done a lot of research on the most influential women in our workplaces. Yes. And what are their strategies? And one of the things I learned before COVID is that women leaders were already lonely. And now we're lonelier than ever. And so if we have time, I'd love to talk about some things that we can do about that. The other thing is connection is oftentimes what make women leaders of excellent above and beyond next Mm -hmm. level leaders because they understand connection 
many of our tools for connection that we've used in the past are not available to us. So we're needing to shift the way mm. that we do business. Okay. And the other thing that has happened is we have to shift our strengths because, so for instance, oftentimes women have a strength of multitasking. Yes. <laughs> if that's even true, right? Yeah. But I can tell you what happened for me as COVID happened and the world kind of went crazy, I was always in a mindset before COVID, if somebody asked me for something, I would be like, yes, I'll have that to you tomorrow. Or yes, I'll have that to you within an hour. And what happened was I realized, whoa, that's not going to work. I have a two-year-old. I have a 13-year-old. I have priorities going yes. a million different directions. And I'm going to have to be realistic about what I can and can't do. And we as women often take on way too much. Mm -hmm. And often, and this is not the case for everybody, but often, more often than not, the priorities and the tasks of the home life uh, fall on women. And sure. then oftentimes the priority of work falls to the wayside. Our goals and our purpose at work can fall to the wayside because we know that we owe this to the people at home. That's correct. That's correct. Now, when you said shifting, uh, do you, as leaders and as women, we do so many things. Do you automatically say no? Or how do you prioritize that? Well, I can tell you that one of the most powerful things that I have had to learn in this time of COVID mm -hmm. is saying no. Yes. But oftentimes no isn't just no. No can mean actually not yet. That's good. This is my priority now. And let me tell you why. Let me okay. hear what it is that you need. And let me tell you when I can get that to you. Uh -huh. So essentially it's a no, but it really isn't. It's a not yet. Not yet. I like not that. Not yet. And not let me, yet. you know, we'll figure out what that looks like. And right. possibly if we have that discussion, I will learn that this needs to be higher on my priority list. And I might need to change some of my other priorities to make it work. But no for me isn't just no. It's talk to me. Tell me yeah. what you think. Tell me what you need. Maybe I can meet you where you are and maybe I can't. Uh-huh. Yes, that's that's so good. And that's so needed today in the workplace mm. and at home. You know, mm. as we talk to our children, it's not no, it's just not yet. I like not that. Not yet. Yeah, yes. yeah. And, and it sits so much better with the folks that we're working with and trying to connect with. Yes. They still yeah. feel important. They still feel like we want to help. And true leadership is about putting other people's needs before our own. Mm -hmm. so that doesn't mean their wants. But if I hear you and you've established with me that this is a true need, that means it comes first. The best that I can make that happen. But we have to know our people and we have to be willing to listen to find out how to prioritize and when no is most appropriate. That's good. That is very, very good. Thank you. How are the challenges? And I'm, and I'm thinking, you know, because we, we're, we're in this period right now. Um, it's, you know, it's, 
it's very challenging. Mm-hmm. How are the challenges different for women leaders since the COVID uh, hit back in March? Well, I think the first thing that comes to mind as you say that is the truth about the loneliness that mm-hmm. we experience in the workplace. This was already a top priority of influential women. And again, we are now lonelier than ever. Some, some research says that over 70% of women say that they are more lonely than they've ever been. Yes. So yeah. right now, the question is, okay, well, this is what has changed and this is where we are. What do we do about it? And, and the bossy girl mindset says, don't give up women are, are just leaving the workplace because they can't figure it out. The priorities are overwhelming. Don't give up. And, and in that loneliness, there's somebody out there for you that can help you and connect with you. Oh yes. Take take initiative. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. Robbie, just like I called you yesterday and I said, Robbie, this isn't quite making sense to me. Right. Can you help me figure it out? Uh Uh-huh. And you were on board right away. Yes, let me help you. And it's funny. Another thing that always comes up when we talk about women in leadership, oftentimes women feel like other women are their enemy. All the time. Yes. All the time. All the time. And and, and Robbie, we'd be lying if we said that didn't happen. Exactly. But that happens all the time because we're we're just powerhouse women. That's all. We are. And- What happens when we instead reach out, take initiative and say, hey, I'm your ally. Mm -hmm. How do we come together and work together? Everything changes. So I would say, you know, if you have that woman in the workplace that feels like she's your enemy, figure out how you could ask her for her opinion. Figure out if there's a project you could ask her to work with you on because you need her expertise. Or speak up and say, you know, you should have seen what, what Robbie did yesterday. It was fantastic. And tell somebody. Yes. When yeah. you become an ally, things shift. And wow. we as women are being called on right now to be a support system for each other. So let's uh, start right there just for some lessons learned. This is a show about being bold, about being bossy. And you have said so much power, power. So let's um, sum it up with these lessons right from your last sentence. Give us a lesson because that was just good, good. (laughs) (laughs) and you can go over the you know those fundamentals of being bossy but yes yes absolutely so when we look at being bossy and I guess the best way for me to sum it up in just a couple sentences is it's authenticity and courage yes those are the choices that we have to make and the outcome is grace and love Because really, so authenticity is the willingness to look in the mirror. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, to be honest, we need help from others to look in the mirror and know what we are really projecting into the world and understanding who we really are and creating that self-awareness. Courage is the ability to be 
scared out of your mind and do it anyway. Do it anyway. Yes. Do it anyway. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and grace. I've had to, this is actually the greatest challenge that I have of these four values of being bossy. Mm. Um, because grace is something that's sometimes very difficult to wrap your hands around yes, and understand. Yeah. And for me, that has become being willing to live my life without judgment and expectation. Oh, yes. Saying before, before we even connect, Robbie, I'm, I'm good with you. And I have no expectations of you. And you know what? If this doesn't go well, that might be bad. It might be good. Grace. But either way, it's no judgment. That's right. And yeah. then again, the outcome of all of that, everything about bossy is about loving people where they are and making the choice that you might not like them, but you will love them. And together in that place, we can make this world better than we ever thought possible. We as women together and really creating connection across divides. Oh, I love that. Thank you. That is beautiful. That was a good sum up. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank you. I so appreciate this time. Yes, with you. And you yes. Are amazing. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so how can my community get in touch with you? Sure. First of all, I would say email me at crystal, K-R-I-S-T-A-L at bossygirl.org. Or you are welcome to go to our website at bossygirl.org. And I'd love to hear from you. Beautiful. Bossygirl.org. So as we wrap up, Crystal, I just want to say this has been absolutely amazing. Your story is, is just so full of power and grit. Thank you so much for that and sharing with our audience because I know that, you know, that your story is so empowering and then how you came out of it and outbirth a bossy girl. I just absolutely love it. Love it. Love it. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you, Robbie. It was my honor. Yes. And again, her website is bossygirl.org. Yes. Right. So there are two ways to learn, make your own mistakes or learn from others. If you're I'm the host of Bold Girl Biz, and I am here to help you grow your business with new strategies and different ideas so that you sell more and sell better without needing years of experience. It's time to bold up, and as Crystal would say, boss up, and take action in your business. Text the word BOLD to 55312 and schedule 30 minutes to work with me personally. I love you for listening, and I'll see you next time on Bold Girl Biz. Hey, thanks for listening to Bold Girl Biz. If you've enjoyed today's lessons learned, leave us a comment or review. And for today's show notes, head over to boldgirlbiz.com and click podcast. While you're there, you'll find tools to help you power through your journey to success to achieve your goals. Always remember, I believe in you, you are powerful, and you are bold. See you soon.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.